Welcome to the weekend show with Medium J. Today we got this. It's gonna be like Canada. It's gonna be a Canada orientated episode. So I'm drinking my, you know, Maple Leafs. Uh, oh no, wait, oh no, it's a t the Tim Hortons Canadian uh, Coffee Company. You know, it is weird how the uh, it's weird how the Canadian uh, national country's flag is the Toronto Maple Leafs. You know, it's just. They really like hockey down here, right? So the federal government is restoring its funding to Hockey Canada under several conditions. Canada, oh no, Hockey Canada must tackle issues regarding safe sports, such as the toxic behavior, the trivialization of sexual violence, and the culture of silence. Because there's too, there's too many uh, frat bros in hockey, you know, just continuously pounding, yes, you know, dr just drugging, you know, lacing the girl's maple syrup with, you know, just and just taking her off the hockey rink, you know what I mean, into the back of the shed, you know, there's too many hockey bros. Uh, you know, doing, you know, toxic behavior of a, how toxic can a hockey player get? And like Goon, I think the worst he did was just pick ab absurd fights and got his head beat up, you know, beaten. It was, and a hockey player is not that toxic. I don't know how like hockey's like, uh, Hockey Canada's like, all right, we're going to give you, you know. Or the uh, federal government's like to Canada Hockey. Is, what, is it Hockey Canada? It's a whole dedication, whole organized thing. Yeah, I guess I guess that's true. There's a whole dedicated organization to just Hockey Canada. And the government's just like, all right, guys. You know there's been a lot of, you know, sexual allegations against these players. You know, a lot of them, you know, are fucking getting DUIs as of lately. You got to stop that talk. You got to stop having fun right now. You got to stop treating the whole hockey Canada like it's a fucking frat fraternity. You know what I mean? You know, even though they only do just let in white people. I think, you know, I think they, the, the sport of hockey is greatly suffering. There's like a couple of good black guys, but just, you know, keep it, keep it one, one black guy per team so that the rest of the guys on the team can say the N-word. Mm -hmm. uh, they gotta, they gotta, I guess that's the cultural of silence because it's like they want to tackle the issues such as cultural of silence meaning hey hey, fucking Tim just kept saying the n-word all night last night we gotta stop that <laughs> you know the culture of silence I guess you know it's, I don't know I think it's it's kind of weird that because uh Many people often state that the entire economy of uh, Canada is relying heavily on uh, hockey, and that's it. We got like the so one sport. Canada has one NBA team, and it's you know basketball uh, to Toronto Raptors. We got about uh, what is it, six or seven teams in NHL versus America has about like thirty. 25 to 30, something like that. We got the Toronto Blue Jays is an, an MLB, and that's it. I don't think we have another. There's not another uh, MLB. We have nothing as far as sports goes. We don't have any. Uh, put it this way. My buddy Taylor has a. Uh, he has his own MMA journal log, and he he's in the top to like 10% of uh all mixed martial arts fighting in Canada, as far as it, and he started, you know, he started last month. He just got, he just got his YouTube page up. He started posting like a month or two ago. He's in the top ten percent, and they're looking to sign him up in in UFC as the uh, Canadian correspondent for MMA uh, fighters. But he, he, you know, check out his thing too. I mean, I'd say like, you know, the guy's just starting off, man, and he has some cool interviews with some good fighters all across Canada, and. uh but yeah, and moving on. One person died from being caught in an avalanche in BC on Saturday while snowboarding west of the Alberta border. You know, and this is this. There's nothing funny about a 
person die, right? In an avalanche, in a snowmobiling accident, in an avalanche. But the thing is, what I wrote down here is, in, is according to Avalanche Canada. So, yeah, this is keeping it Canadian. It's fucking, we got our, we got a whole thing dedicated to Avalanche Canada. And I looked up how much you can get paid for working at Avalanche Canada, you know, headquarters. You know what I mean? As a, I guess a fucking, a, a guy to just look, you're just monitoring the fucking, because there's, if you type in Avalanche Canada, the site is literally just shows where the avalanches are going to be. Guess what? It's, it's close to the cold mountains with a lot of snow on them. That's where, that's where the mountains are going to, you know, that's where the avalanches are going to come from the mountains with snow on them and a lot and lots of snow on them. I think it's fucking stupid, but avalanche Canada, you could, you could be clearing uh, you know, close to 60 grand. I mean, these guys make at least 20, 28, $29 an hour. You know, some of them up upwards of 40 bucks an hour monitoring the equipment and stuff at Avalanche Canada. So, um, but RIP to the guy that died in BC, uh, heading west of the Alberta border. I mean, Avalanche Canada should have warned him, right? All right, moving on. Canada's healthcare system is run by chimps. Yeah, I said it. This, I said it. You said, I'm sure you've seen those uh, the nurses and stuff. The nurses are complaining. The Canadian nurses are up in arms. And some, some for some reason the doctors don't care. I guess they're uh, they're too busy, uh, too busy working. Uh, but yeah, Canadian. Healthcare system is run by chimps at this point. An angry Canadian, whom is also a shareholder of the BC Care, you know, uh, Care Lodges or whatever the fuck, writes a letter stating, if it were a public company, it would be out of business. No company could perform as it does and still be alive. Sadly, it is not only money that is being lost. Lives are being lost too. A huge number of my fellow Canadians are dying on waiting lists. Some even waiting in emergency rooms at hospitals. Many others suffering needlessly. There are no family doctors. Now, you know, this, this, you know, an angry letter in Canadian culture is the equivalent of the, the you know, of the first bomb being dropped in Nagasaki, you know, or Hiroshima. This is the first, this is the first, this is the hit that really, when a white woman makes a letter, you know, shit gets done in, in Canada. You know, we believe when a white person's complaining, we, we have to listen. It's the polite thing to do. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I would say that our fucking healthcare system is a joke personally, because in, in, in fairness, She's not wrong. Everything she listed, like you, people are dying on waiting lists. If if it was profits, you know, if it wasn't publicly funded and whatever, the government funded hospitals. I don't even know what hospitals are. I think it's government and well, I mean, government is public, so I guess it is. But government and publicly funded. But there's times like I had had several bouts of the flu around last year. And I went into walk-in clinics. I went into walk-in clinics consistently around that, I don't know, December, no, November, December, kind of where that flu season is, right around, you know, the flu, the flu season. And uh, I walked into the, the one of the clinics, and the, the the guy looked me dead, or no, sorry, this little Filipino girl looked me dead in the eyes and said, "Oh, we're sorry." The next available appointment would be on February 27th. And this was probably like in November. So like November, December, January, you know, the next available, easily like within the next four months, we could probably look to get you in. And I was like, fuck you, fuck that. Like, this is like a joke or something. She's like, no, 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 we have a good long list. And I go, all right. And she's like, since you don't have a doctor, we can't really. And I go, okay, well then, 
what does it take to get like a family doctor then? She said, ah, you can get a, we'll put you on the wait list. It's about six to eight months. I go, what the fuck? Like, there's no, and it, I don't even know if it's, I, like, if COVID fucked up the, I'm going to move it a little bit to the side. Now, COVID fucked up, I don't know what it is, it, it like fucked up people where it's like they're just constantly using resources. Like, I know people that go to the hospital like it's a fucking club, right? Like these cancer patients in my life and these fucking, these girls that have bulimia, bouts of bulimia. And, and anorexic bitches and you know the surgeries for like you know the hormone replacement and testosterone up to antidotes and fucking you know gender transition all of these people don't aside from maybe the cancer which I first listed all of these people don't need to be at the hospital 24 fucking 7 and hell even if you do have cancer you go in there and get the blast of radiation and walk out it should take more nothing more than 15 minute increments when you go to the hospital aside from maybe the waiting the parking the, the getting a donut or whatever you know what I mean while you're waiting a donut or coffee you go in there the doctor should go alright man let's see what do you got he does the little knee, th the little hammer on the knee thing. He's like, yeah, you're good. Get out of here. That's what he does to me. I don't know if it's me that they just fucking bring in and out like a, like it's a fucking car wash. They get me in as quick as possible and leave me out. I feel as though they, they should revolve it around this, the business of a car wash. So like if you take a, you know, you take these fucking doctors. So you get the nurse in there. The nurse, again, you know, wipes them down, you know, gets them finds the nurse comes in and finds out identifies the problem that you came in right there you know eliminate the people at the front desk because they're already nurses so you're taking time you're taking nurses to, and you're putting them in fucking in in as like a cashier role at the front desk of the, like a mcdonald's how, how may i help you ma'am you eliminate the front desk have it anyone come in there instantly you come in you, you you punch something on a screen that says I need to I need to be here right no prioritization it's first come first serve there's no like oh man I'm shot in the head we can clearly see you know m most people could clearly see if you're shot in the head or something that but if you just have one of those things where you can see it it's not identifiable they're not missing a leg or anything that needs to be amputated. You, you, you just type in your name and the doctor will be with you in 15, 15 to 20 minutes because we're pounding these. It's like a fucking drive through at McDonald's. We get these customers in and out, right? You get them in and out. You keep them coming. Keep the fucking door on a, keep, you know, those revolving door doctor, you know, doctors. We keep them going. Like, so you go in there, the doctor, the nurse comes in and goes, Okay, what can no? How how may I help you? Like it's a fucking drive-through. She go, you know, she you go. Oh man, I'm getting you know bad arthritis pain in my bones. Great, the doctor's gonna come in. He's gonna throw you some pills and you know, and then with a recurring prescription and then fucking get you on your way. That's what they do to me. I don't know what I don't know what kind of these fucking what kind of problems these sick people in my city have because it's like. Dude, there's like, I see this, sometimes when I go to the hospital, I'll just go to the hospital, I see these same people chilling, you know what I mean, they're just chilling, I go, did you leave, no, I'm still, or is he, you still been waiting, dude, uh, yeah, so I guess, I guess that's my, my rant, it, if you could have the people in the hospital make more, you know, make more usage of their time, right, it just, it, to me, it doesn't make sense how it should take me six to eight months for me to get a doctor, right? Because even when I get a doctor, the doctor's always busy. Like, you know, it's be, you know, what's the point in having a doctor if you can't call that motherfucker up at 3 a.m. and go, hey, listen, man, I've had this boner my whole sleep. I don't know what, I don't know what the, I don't know what the heck is going on, but I have a, I've had a boner for eight hours and I, I think I have to call you. He goes, yeah, just, just fucking just hope it goes away, dude, or find a chick or something. All right, thank you, man. I'll call a prostitute later tonight, Claire. That's, you know, that's what a doctor's for. That's what a doctor's for, guys. Now, moving on. Twitter has been putting government-funded media tags on accounts like, you know, BBC, 
Yeah, I mean, the fucking Fox News. And Canadian, CBC. The only thing is Canadians, you know, the Canadians are up in arms. I've actually seen, you know, I've seen the, tw the Twitter posts of it. And by that I mean I've seen the screenshots on another site of the Twitter posts of highlights. And it was this fucking guy... Elon Musk, and I, I see why people hate him. He's an agitator. He 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 breaks down the fourth wall for people. He breaks in that little barrier that people have and makes you makes you try to get the truth out there. There's no fucking rose-colored glasses on the, on, on with this guy, because he's a smart guy. He says he started putting government-funded media. On to CBC and CBC said we're leaving this unless you t take we're not fully funded by the government right so then he said all right then 70% government funded media right and 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 then see I, I don't know why they're there at this point they're like feeding the troll right they're like Elon Musk is so fucking ballin'. He's just trolling an entire Canadian broadcasting company. The biggest... I think it's actually the only one, to be honest. I think every other little broadcasting company is just shells of what the government-funded media, the motherfucking government-funded uh, broadcasting company actually is, right? So it's... Uh, so after you put 70% government-funded media onto... The tag on CBC that they can't remove, and it's on Twitter. One of one of the biggest fucking media news outlet. Uh, I'm not fucking not outlet, but media broadcasting platforms in written form to just get the news out there. So after they complained about that, they said it's very you know nonchalantly. We are a lot less. You know we are less than. We are less than 70% government-funded media. So, <laughs> being the jokester that Elon Musk is, he put 69% lower, you know. You know, he put 60... All right, then, there, I fixed it for you guys. And he put 69%. Now, that could have been a troll tweet. I don't know. Could have been a funny tweet. I'd have to check it out. But I think it's... Uh, Either way, I, I, I think I fell for it. It could have been just someone making fun of it. But I did notice that a lot of these these news sites have, in quotation, in the little tag of, like, where their bio is, that is government-funded media because Elon Musk adds it. The label to promote news-related content from the CBC, right? And it's like, you gotta... You gotta, you, you gotta want... You gotta wanna get the news, and you gotta wanna know. When you get the news, you wanna know where these sources are coming from, right? You you go into the news sites, and you go like, dude, like, here's a story. You know, aliens have landed, and it's from the government telling you that. And you go like, okay, now, but like, if you go further, and it's just some guy that's in the government. And he has this podcast, and he's trying to get on Joe Rogan. Like, you know what I mean? There's certain things you gotta you gotta fact check these guys, and you gotta source them. You gotta find the sources. You gotta source check these people too, right? And uh, if you're labeled government funded as a news organization, and then something where the news pops up where you have to criticize the government, or at least you know, inform the people about the wrongdoings of what the government has been done. You know, you gotta, you, it looks really weird if you're the government and you're like, hey, listen, nothing's wrong with the government. And you look at your tag and it says government funded, you know, you're funded by, you're already being paid off. You're just a walking puppet. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Where the fuck was that? So this guy, this P, this conservative leader, Pierre Poliver, Poliver, Pierre Poliver. That's a cool name. He tweeted that CBC has been officially exposed as Trudeau propaganda, not news. CBC is owned by the state and goes on the record to say the operate. Oh no, to saying they operate at an arm's length away from the government. 
an arm's length length from the you know what I mean well that's what CBC is you know CBC goes on to say is owned by the state and goes on the record saying we operate an arm's length away from the government you know and and an arm's length that's just enough to hit the record button too all right it's arm we operated an arm's length away from the government so about three within three feet you know what I mean? all right well you know I'm moving on from the you know and it I know that this episode sucks I'm just gonna I'm just gonna throw out that it's Canadian news and Canada sucks it just sucks that's not it's it's a bunch of who you know Pierre Prevere it's a bunch of who cares. People aren't even really that aware of Justin Trudeau. And he's our fucking prime minister. He's our fucking... He's the leader of Canada. And people go, what What has he been up to for the last two years? Other than... Other than the checks giving. He, yeah, we got nothing. Right? No one gives a fuck. But... In who gives a fuck fashion, I'm gonna be roasting the... Canadian news, so we'll keep going on this. Uh, Chaminus, man, Chaminus, Chaminus, it's a place in fucking rural BC, probably. Rural BC, and, and again, British Columbia is BC. British Columbia is the west coast of Canada. It's like, I'd say, it's the California of Canada. It's the Cal, in which nobody likes BC in Canada. It's the California of Canada. Uh, Shemium, Sheminius, Shemiasness, Shem, Sheminius. Oh God, Sheminius, man, uh, Sheminius. The guy from Shem, Sheminius. That guy, you know, is a man not criminally responsible for stabbing the neighbor to death and injuring teenager in BC, a teenage girl in BC. Now, according to the court's judgment, Colin Fasterus John applied to be found not guilty or not responsible for stabbing to death his 20-year-old neighbor and injuring a 16-year-old. On November 30, 2021, he pleaded guilty to second-degree murder and aggravated assault. Now, in May 2020, or sorry, in May 22. I think this is 2023. Oh, no, no, no. This one, I think, clearly the same year in May two, uh, two, uh, Fuck it, goddammit. The next year over, probably. John's lawyer made an application form for him to be deemed not criminally responsible by reason of mental disorder. He entered into the victim's home from the backyard of the house with a knife and a gun. He tried to shoot him but the gun did not fire, so he fucked up. He fucked up shooting a gun. You might be, you might be, not mentally prepared to, for the, uh, the real world. You know what I mean? You might be live. How do you fuck up shooting a gun? But uh, and then he again, he had his knife. So, uh, yeah, the gun did not fire. Some for some reason, it doesn't state state why that is. Maybe poorly kept. You know, most you know most uh, unhinged uh, fucking mentally ill guys are. Are not the best at cleaning items. Take, you know, for instance, look at my wall here. I was trying to find out which, you know, who is the cat burglar. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Um, he then stabbed several. You know, he then stabbed him several times with a knife and also stabbed the teenage girl who was visiting at the time. He, his counsel argued that he was motivated by a delusional belief caused by mental disorder that Mr. Descato, which was the uh, man he killed, was a sexual predator who was about to sexually assault Mrs. Gayat. Gayat. Who was underage. Which is a, that's a good, like, lawyer, here's why lawyers get paid the bit. That's a good premise to, because you go like, ah, oh, I, I mean, what, like, well, she was 16, dude. He was 30, you know. But he believed that she was a lot younger than you know, a sixteen-year-old girl. Sometimes they look, they look. Sometimes they look like they're twelve, right? So he, he was under the assumption that he was trying to get with, you know. And as a mentally ill person, sometimes you take the law into your own hands, dude. Sometimes God, and he said, I think he said God was telling them to do it or something like that. 
It's just weird. But after a few years of plan, oh, okay, wait, oh, we'll just keep talking about this. Uh, all right, okay, back to I'm coming out of retirement too. There's a little, I guess I keep that phone call. This podcast sucks, man. I just can't believe I took a phone call on the air. I can't believe I did that. Uh, I'm going to leave it in. I could easily edit it, but I'm too lazy. This is how my life has gone. I'm just, I'm applying for jobs, and I'm like, and I don't even want to work. I don't want to do nothing. Afro man was right. It's like, I don't want, I don't want to do nothing man roll another blunt yeah so again with the lawyer back on to this guy with the lawyer though and I'm gonna I gotta fucking I gotta let that shit go to voicemail actually okay so now with the lawyer the angle is so fucking nice Cause it's like, yeah, she happened to be sixteen, and and I bet I bet John, the guy, you know, Colin Fautis John, I bet he tried, he tried to fucking he he was like very he was very cued into like trying to fuck this girl and he was probably jealous seeing her going into the neighbors, he was like fuck man that's that's the girl next door dude, that's the girl next door, I'll fucking kill the dude fuck cause like I mean. He went crazy on his neighbor. He went crazy on the guy. He let he let the little girl go. She's a sixteen year old girl. You, you know, I mean, if you killed the man, you easily, easily could have got the sixteen year old too. He let her go. He had a love, love interest. So I think deep down inside that psychopath, he 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 probably uh, he had some feelings for the little girl. But the way the lawyer positioned it and he changed it as listen man this guy's fucking he's got a mental disorder let's be real though he thought he he thought there was a sexual predator afoot and he was it was his god-given right to go and fucking take care of that guy by any means you know what i mean by any means yeah uh i guess that's a good spin on it uh, we'll move on. After a few years of planned bombings to Canadian farms, Canada seeks a... And, and again, that was... I was just... Just before I go into it. That was in... Uh, where was that in? Oh, yeah, that was in BC, in, in BC, right? Now, after a few years of planned bombing Canadi- of, of Canadian farms, Canada seeks 30,000 new immigrants to start farming to avoid agricultural short- labor shortages. Oh, boy. We're looking for... We're looking after the Canadian, after all the factories blew up, mysteriously, all the, uh, you know, people with struggling during the pandemic that just got their fucking crops wiped out by the government, you know, government funded bombs on the, on the side of the, the silos being nuked, uh, missile silos. After all, all of them have been wiped off the face of the earth and the crops are burned and the animals have been took into the back and, and completely shredded into liquid blenders, un, unused for even grounded beef packages and stuff. After that's all gone, yeah, would, you, would, you, would you look at that? We're, Canada's looking for 30,000 new fucking immigrants to start farming. And if it's a white man, listen... We you know what we're gonna do. <laughs> hey, listen. You know what we're gonna do to the white guys that get farms. We're gonna fucking blow them up, dude. We're gonna set the motherfuckers on. I don't know why. The, I don't know what this. The, the leaders of the uh, the New World Economic Forum thing is, but it's like they just don't want a white dude with land. I don't know. I don't know. It's like getting immig- We're gonna need more immigrants to start farming. To avoid, so to bring, <laughs> we need to bring in new people and start a farm. Anyone want <laughs> some some white guy named Larry's? I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> Get the bombs ready, dudes. Get the bombs ready. This is a white guy. It's so weird. This is like legitimate news. Like I couldn't make it up. 
Yeah, I mean, they were looking for 30,000 new immigrants. Immigrants. No, anybody that lives here, before, we don't want you. It's fucked up. It's fucked up that they're, what they're doing to the uh, average domestic white person. It's almost like that replacement theory is correct, right? All right, now, okay. Canadian police have been using the term sudden death. You know what I mean? The term sudden death and he died from excited delirium far too often, right? And coroners are a bit skeptical. When accidentally choking a man for busting, for a busted taillight, or the occasional parking ticket, he just, how did he die? Well, he died, excited delirium. It was a sudden death case. You know, he died with his hands behind his back and a foot up his ass. It was, we'll never know how he died. We'll never know the true cause because it was excited delirium, right? Now, this guy, Miles Gray, a 33-year-old man who died in 2015 after being handcuffed, hobbled, punched, kneed, kicked, pepper sprayed and struck with a baton by several Vancouver officers. You know what I mean? He died in 2015. He was making a delivery of for his floral business at the time and police had been called after the after he confronted a homeowner for wasting water, you know, wasting you know, wasting water in her lawn during an extended drought, right? So after, you know, after, after what happened, a major shift is underway in the medical examiners and coroners across Canada, all across Canada, and even in the United States, some are starting to, well, a lot are starting to reject the excited delirium as a cause of death, mainly because it sounds about as made up as a Harry Potter spell, excited delirium. Dr. Freeman, an associate professor of forensic, medi uh, forensic medicine and epidemiology at, um, at uh, the fuck does that say? I say Maastricht University in the Netherlands, and a clinical professor of forensic psychiatry. Psychiatry at Oregon Health and Science University, and he has analyzed the research on excited delirium. He states it's all bullshit. <laughs> I was gonna cut you off right there. <laughs> it's all bullshit. No, he states it's an intri you know, it's an interesting theory which always directs the gaze for the cause of death away from the restraining personnel. And so, if you say it's excited delirium. It's basically the fault of the person who died. It might as well be a, ma a magician waving a wand and saying abracadabra for all the evidence that we have for just, you know, all that. I know it's like this whole list of key fucking evidence, pivotal things in juries. And the cops just go, well, it's excited delirium. We'll never figure it out. And it goes like, like a lot of that stuff just gets wiped away. Like the fact that guys fucking being beaten maced pepper sprayed you know what i mean they go like well that doesn't necessarily like excited delirium means his heart was raised up and he had a heart attack because of the pressures and and everything that was involved in leading him being arrested leading up to arrest and being handcuffed and thrown in the back hitting your head on the top of the thing you know the police always go okay well, but if they don't like you they go watch your head but if they don't like you they just, got, they just ram your head into the side and they throw it, you know, stuff you in the back and you gotta, you're bleeding, you can't, you can't tend to the wounds, your hands are cuffed. And you die out, bled out, and they're like, it's excited delirium, we'll never know. <laughs> hey, Johnny, how'd this guy die? I don't know. <laughs> it's excited delirium. Sudden death, man. God damn it, man. I gotta, you gotta take your excited delirium shots. Oh, that's coming. Mm. Gotta take you here. Anti-vaxxers are gonna. They're gonna have a field day with that one. But it's just made up. It's all made up. 
Like, I can't believe, like, yeah, yeah, I had to say it legitimately, and it sounds so fucking stupid. All across the Canada and U.S., they're starting to reject this excited delirium. And it's like, dude, I don't know any doctor that would literally, like a coroner or a medical doctor, you know, see, doing the, uh, the cause of death reading and going like, he was beaten, he's this, he's that. You know, he's beaten, handcuffed, tased, maced, sprayed, uh, you know, fucking <laughs> hobbled with a baton stick by several police officers. And he just so happened to have a heart attack. The two can't not be related, though. <laughs> like, it's the uh, heart attack, beaten, tased, maced, sprayed, you know, <laughs> all, all the above choked, you know, violently. Uh, you know, I'll just throw this evidence out and rule it as we'll never know. It's just excited. He's just a little excited. <laughs> He's a little, his adrenaline is going a little bit, but other than that, it's a little case of the excited delirium. It's fucking silly, man. And every time I'm in a police custody, I try my darndest to kill myself, man. Now, this is controversial. I, I do that just so that the bastards have to fill up paperwork, right? Just you know, just to give them something. And they're like, hey, wait a minute. Don't give a hey, try to get a hey, listen. It's, it's stop that. That's what the police do. Hey, this guy. Hey, this guy's fucking. He's making a noose, guys. Get, just get him. Pin him down and beat him. Like, ah, you got me. I was trying to, I was trying to off myself. I can't stand the drunk tank. But in all reality, the guy Miles Gray was delivering flowers and complained to a woman about watering a lawn, her lawn, dude. Like that's he is a delivering flowers. So, but it, I could see why she she was probably like, I'm calling the police. Like this guy's got his own flowers. How'd you water those flowers, bud? Calling the police on you. Now, she, she called the police on this guy, complaining that she was watering her lawn in a drought during that time yeah multiple fires happened in bc so yeah she calls the cops four officers beat him senseless to death and it's the old excited delirium acting up again ah you know it's i mean it's a drought we're all a little hot he could have died of you know he could have died of exhaustion <laughs> he could have died of you know thirst he didn't get enough water that day right he didn't eat enough, right? Right? Or the fact that four of, four of me, me and the me and three other boys just beat the shit out of him with batons while he was handcuffed. Obviously, he couldn't he couldn't block the shots while he was handcuffed, so he just beat him up. Then he tased him a little bit, threw pepper spray in his eye, and we fucking <laughs> we t we tied him to the back of the cop car and we let we let the new guy drive. <laughs> Because <laughs> he, he he didn't get any hits on him. You know what I mean? We had five guys, but one of the new guys said, this wasn't right, so we put him in the back of the trunk and we told him to go down every bump. <laughs> new guy didn't like it too much, but hey, listen, how, how else are you going to get new recruits and, you know, get get, get them open their eyes for the what really goes on in the job? Now nah, that's it's fucked up, man. And the family's like, this is fucking... This is like the dumbest shit ever. Like the family legitimately, if you, if you, and I looked at it for a second, but I could only imagine like the family of Miles Gray, right? And I think I knew a, I think I knew a Miles that looked exactly like him growing up, but he was a foster kid. So he didn't have any family. There's this guy, Miles at, uh, and as we're going to side note the podcast for a little bit, there's this guy named Miles. Uh, at my daycare when I was younger and because growing up in the same spot went to this uh, daycare and he lived there like it was like his his parents like legit, like the, the people would go like they would, they would talk behind his back because it's fucking awkward to talk to bring it up with him when I was younger man and he was about maybe five years or six years older than me he was in daycare from the day you sh you know he was there when you you showed up you're the f if you're the first person say your mom had to go to work early or something or your parents or whatever could drop you off at daycare early 
he's there. You know, he's playing with the blocks or something. He's, you know, he's working on, he's listening to some music on the Walkman or whatever, on, the, on the radio. He's doing, you know, he's clean, he's helping the, the staff clean up and get the, get the place ready for the daycare. Then when you leave, you got like, everyone going, yeah, bye, see you later. Oh, oh, fuck yeah. Parents are here. Let's get out of the daycare, right? And you'd go and look at him, and he's just, every day he would sit like that SpongeBob meme where SpongeBob's thinking to himself. And he's just, he'd like sit and concentrate on not trying to cry, dude. I remember that. He was a good, happy guy for like the first, uh, for the first, but like right at the end of the day, it got real sad because it's almost like he would hope that there would be somebody to come pick him up at that day after. The, and I remember, man, like it was, and I remember I was young, young, but he was, he was like the, the counselor of the daycare, but he was in daycare, but he was just so much older than everybody at the, at the daycare. And I remember going back to daycare at like 12 I was like 12 years old at the time. So like, it was like a blow to my, you know, my reputation at the time because I'm like, fuck mom, I'm old enough to just be alone. Uh, I've been out of daycare for so long and I and I guess just with her schedule and uh, it just couldn't, she couldn't look after me a certain, so she just wanted somebody to look after me. So I went back into daycare after like five years of being out since I was like eight eight or nine or whatever and I was like 12 I go into daycare oh no wait was I 12 maybe I was yeah whatever I go into daycare at a ridiculous time and I remember my fucking I remember the guy was still there and he was like a 18 he was like a 17 year old kid I think at this point and he was like yeah once I become 18 I'm emancipated get to do what I want and stuff like that and I'll be out of this daycare but I just remember him going like, yeah, I'm going to be out of here. Going to be out of there. I just remember going like, but what happened? Like he was a foster kid. He just never had anybody to come back and get him. And he's like, yeah, I'll be on the road. So I was thinking that that Miles dude might be, that might be the, that might, that might be the Miles guy. The guy that uh, got, be he ended up getting beaten by the police. Although, me, hopefully my, uh, he, 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 I mean, he started a delivering flowers company, right? Which is something you do when you don't have parents. I don't know. I just, uh, R.I.P. If, if it was the thing, I'm just, if it was the miles that I know, it's kind of a good thing. It's kind of, <laughs> it's kind of a good thing the guy died. Because I think he didn't have... I mean, no one came to pick him up in daycare, dude. <laughs> I mean, this is... This is... Uh, this is... Uh, the, as sad as it is, it's almost like... It's like a mo. You know what I mean? From The Simpsons. It's sad, right? But no one really cared about him anyways. Right? If someone stabbed a character like Mo, uh, Yeah, no one's gonna be at the... No one's gonna be at the fucking funeral, you know what I mean? all teary-eyed they're just in it for the they're just in it for the fucking catering service uh, all right so moving on the university of saskatchewan medical students now this is a weird one the university of saskatchewan medical students advocate for free birth control so if you hoes out in saskatoon don't close your fucking legs and buy birth control like civilized human beings i'll just punch you cunts in the stomach you won't need your birth control, goddammit. You damn cum dumpsters need to get all... You need to just get that morning after pill. It's like $15. Or tell Tony the fucking starting forward at the local hockey club to just fucking pull out. You fucking hoes are ridiculous. All these nursing hoes are the dumbest. You ever talk to a girl in nursing? And this is, this is back on to what we've been talking about this whole time. A girl in nursing, like, legitimately does... Like, she has her own little world, dude. She has her own little world. They make good money, and a girl with a lot of money never knows what to do. She never... She, she's like, I can't fuck in my, my range. 
Because it's a bunch of fucking nerds. And I can't fuck someone less than me. Because then I'm just fucking taking care of this nigga. And I can't fuck out of my range. Well, I mean, I guess she, a girl. Because, I, I, you know, as a girl, I think if you fuck anything out of... If you fuck up upwards of hundreds of thousands... A dude making hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars or millions of dollars a year. He wants he wants you to be the trophy. You're going to have to quit your job. You know you can't work fucking ten to twelve hour days, you know overtime, forty, fifty, sixty hours a week, overtime. You know what I mean? And also have a fucking boss ass motherfucker going like, yeah, that's cool. You're not you're you're only here for one day out of the week. I'm cool with getting pussy once a week. No, that that millionaire wants you on call. He wants you in the R. Kelly kind of dungeon. You know what I mean? He wants you just. Cook, clean, do everything, take care of the house, cause that millionaire is taking care of the. He's busy doing his millionaire shit, right? So it's it's like these nurses and the women that make that kind of money, right? As nurses, upwards of, as what is it, fifty to eighty k a year, something like that for nurses, depending on how long you take the courses. They're in a very weird situation, and it's like, dude, making free birth control, right? These medical students, I guess, because they're students, so they're 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 bogged down by the economical uh, debt of of being a student and trying to learn classes, you know, reading a book. They're, they're, and they're, they're just they're learning the hey, listen, we need birth control for these things, and I was like, can't you just get the fucking dude to wear a condom? They're like they want free birth control for. And, and usually in campuses, they do have, like, those little things of condoms. Or is that just in, is that just in, uh, in hospitals? But usually they have, like, those condoms or something like that. Or, I guess, for women, it's the, you know, the pull, the take a pill, leave a pill. <laughs> it's the take a pill, leave a pill thing. It's just a bottle of, just a big fucking bowl of pills. But I don't know, man. I think, like, personally... You gotta be fucking damn near retarded to not be able to even, like, you just walk into, like, a fucking, any hospital to not get contraceptives. It's like a planned thing where you're like, ah, I'm not gonna, like, a guy will be like, ah, I don't fucking, I just I shoot my load and pray. Uh, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of shooters. They just shoot my load, just pray that it, just, uh, hopefully it shit don't work. Hopefully my sperm don't work, you know. That's how a lot of you know babies are born, right? But for women, right, they got the chance to go. Listen, wear a condom. No, no entry without a bag over your head, right? <laughs> you, you know, you got, you got the, uh, <clears throat> and you got the morning after pill. The morning after pill is a genius, revolutionary thing, because you could literally, even if as a guy, if you're like kind of worried about this bitch's intentions like she's gonna be like oh yeah I'll, I'll take it later I'll take it later I'll take it you just ground that you just make coffee for the bitch and you just ground that little pill up right you just you just ground the coffee you know put the little pill in there and it's like alright here you go here's a coffee it's just regular coffee this is what so she thinks instantly baby killer dude mm -hmm. but it's hilarious that the University of Saskatchewan medical students, because it's Saskatchewan, dude. They got like <clears throat> they got nothing in Saskatchewan. You go to school, you work on the farm, and you fuck. That's it. You don't do nothing. Saskatchewan, out in Saskatoon, no, there's no. You're doing nothing out there. You're doing nothing out in Saskatchewan except getting ready to be a farmland. And, I, and women, mel you know, a lot of women milking cows and, you know what I mean, and watching the, watching the breeds of other farm animals. It, get, it gets a little hot. You watch enough. <laughs> you watch enough. It gets a little hot. It gets you turned on. It makes you want to fuck your farmer. You can't have another kid. You already got seven. You already got seven kids. You can't afford an eighth kid. What is this? Uh, back on the scene. What is this, you know? Uh, fucking uh, Apu and his wife, Nahasapi and Apetalon. <laughs> With eight kids, you can't do that. You're in the farm. There's only so much. There's only so much bacon. 
you know, and, and eggs to go around. So yeah, you're part of the free birth control initiative, which is it's honestly stupid. It's stupid. Now, I was really high yesterday, and I wrote this down. And bear with me here. Uh, it's you gotta imagine it from a perspective of like you have nothing to do on a Friday night. You you got you know it's like your friends canceled the plans. You're not you're not going out to eat or you're not going to the club. You see that short the shorty ain't coming through, right? She calls up. She says she's on her period or she's sick. She she's got a case of the COVID, right? And anyways, you didn't have, you you live in Saskatchewan. You didn't have any birth control anyway. So it's a well, it all worked out for the best. Better just. You know what I mean? So, but after you're done jerking off and you got that out of your system, you think, what can I do for the next fucking eight to ten hours before I have to go to sleep? You're just bored. Now, I say throw a cat down the stairs, dude. Now, you just got to th just imagine throwing a cat down the stairs, dude. You know what I mean? And I, you can find a cat off the street anywhere. You can find a cat anywhere, dude. You know what I mean? And it's so funny to see a cat fall down the steps if you haven't tried to try it. It's you throw a cat down the steps and he's like clawing onto the... It's it's supposed to be on balance. The, the cat usually is a balance. He's always balanced. He always lands on his feet. But with the stairs, there's too many... It hops. There's too many little steps. To, there's it can't it can't get a good grip on it. So you end up watching him fight for his life, but he's like surprised at why he's not landing perfectly each time. He's like, and he's just like falling down the steps, and he's just like, he does that thing. It's it's the greatest thing in history, dude. Throwing down, I think throwing down any animal down the steps is guaranteed laughter man anything cats dogs you know what i mean you could like a scientist you could just take an animal out of its whatever its cage you know what i mean what whatever you got the animal locked up might be a little angry he might get the sense of danger especially when you're holding it up you know you're looking at different kinds of stairwells to throw it down but you just, like a scientist tests drugs on monkeys, right? And, and he, a lot of the time, the monkeys, they get like fucking pills, they get makeup tested, they get kind of lotions and stuff to fuck up the skin. And a lot of these monkeys die during those tests that the scientists run, those experiments. Now imagine taking that monkey and just throwing him down the steps, dude. The problem, <laughs> the problem with that is... <laughs> You know, the monkey gets angry, dude. The monkey will get angry after you throw him down the steps. Now, you're up on top of the steps still. You don't fall down with him like a fool. You're up there with the, you're with there. And the monkey's pissed, right? The monkey's clearly pissed. And when he wants to, he's going to fight you. He's going to try to rip off your arms. But he has to climb up the steps, dude. And climbing up steps is, yeah. You get exhausted. You get exhausted halfway through it. So when he comes to finally get you, 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 as soon as he comes to try to rip your arms off, you just pick him up and throw him down the steps again. It's the perfect fucking win, dude. It's the perfect win. You got three. You got you got three times. You just keep throwing him down the steps because he keeps getting angry and angrier. But he's getting more tired. Each fall down the steps. You know that's all. That's all. It gets. It's, it's windy. Sometimes he's. You, you, you watch someone fall down the steps and you, you laugh your ass off and then you get winded yourself, right? But it's like, yeah, and you got the eye ground. When the monkey comes up, as soon as he comes down, you just throw him down the steps again. It's the perfect fucking thing. And I watched that John Wick 4, man, and the scene where he gets kicked down. You know, I'm just going to sit up for this one because it's good. The, the John Wick 4, when that scene where he gets kicked down that hilariously long staircase... It's like a solid two and a half minutes of falling after about 40, you know, yeah, two and a half minutes of straight falling, right? And it's fucking hilarious, dude. Like, I watched that, uh, John Wick, and he's just like falling down the steps, and he gets up on like a midway level of the stairs, and then he's like, all right, 
let's get let's keep fighting and he gets kicked down the steps again and it was it was a good, good scene i was probably my favorite scene of him falling down the steps because it was like as soon as he got up the john wick character right keanu reeves he gets up and he's just like all right he shakes it off like everything that john wick gets do, done to him he's just he just kind of goes all right bullets ah got hit by a car fell down literally hundreds of flights of steps just now just like not even dizzy not even he was just kind of like ah ah kind of sure he like cracked his arms back into place he's like ah, cracked his knuckles he's like all right came back to fighting <laughs> every single thing he does he just walks it off but that's that flights the the flight of stairs scene was awesome but and you know, I th I toss around the idea if I could, cause it looked after a certain point, John Wick falling out, it looked kind of fun, cause he started doing the held his arms out, like kind of barrel rolling through it, so he was like barrel rolling through it, right? And like after about forty steps, you know, the next three hundred and sixty steps aren't gonna get any worse, right? They don't they don't have spikes at the bottom or anything. It's just a normal staircase. There's no like. The, the thing gets harder and harder there or the stairs get deeper they're all built to code they're normal stairs right so like it's just the same painful concrete that you keep going through and you could start ducking and rolling and learn to avoid like the stairwell you know bob and weave through it through the fucking the stairs you know what i mean i'd say like you know, you get the ar you get your arms on one side, you get your back on the other side of the stair, and you keep rolling through it of that. You, you'd be able to, after, yeah, you're falling down the you'd get used to falling down the steps. Humans are really adaptable. You'd be able to, you'd be able to, like, adjust accordingly your new life of falling down the steps once you're in that role of fall guy falling down steps, you know what I mean? You'd be able to gain like, some sort of, experience for the next time when you need to fall down the steps and it'd be fun it'd be fun like like riding a carnival right after a certain period everyone sh in their life should have to be thrown thrown you got to be thrown down you can i think you can't willingly fall down steps because then you you do the, the pussy way like you know you know you slide down like it's on a sled you can't do that it's sl you're sliding you got you got to be thrown down some steps the way john wick was that that probably builds character <laughs> it does man it was a it builds character right it was great now tell me you're not interested in watching me chuck a, a fucking cow down several flights of stairs right you just take the cow and you chuck and tip them down some steps right I, it just it's interesting what what would it do you know what i mean raccoons turtles bunnies hamsters those japanese dogs akitas a kangaroo is hilarious to throw down some steps because you can almost picture at one point the kangaroo is off balance after i pushed him down some stairs and he goes to jump but he's mid-air and he's upside down so he goes to jump with his huge fucking powerful legs he jumps mid-air but he's like oh i'm off balance and he fucking falls even harder down the stairs, dude. It's fucking great, dude. I want to throw a giraffe down the stairs just to see what that neck will do. I wonder if it'll fucking flip-flop like a garden hose or if it'll remain straight. It's, it, there's so many questions and, and so many things to throw down steps, right? Sheep, basically clouds. You know, you throw it. You, th you could imagine it balance if you throw it down some steps, which isn't, you know what I mean? You want to, you, you don't want to see a fucking, a cloud floating down some steps. It's, yeah, it's not that. There's not a lot of uh, obscure digital art about clouds going downstairs. It's not what a lot of people want. So what I'd do with the sheep is I'd put a bunch of them in shopping carts and then push them down the steps, right? I'd say safe enough, right? Fish, you know, fish, you go, ah, oh, you can't throw down a fish. It's just cruel. You're just suffocating a fish. So what we'd do is we'd take a, the fish. It's, it's, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. Granted, I get it. It's tough. Take a, a clear yoga ball, fill it up with water, and 
it has to be clear, right? You, and toss it down and film its reaction. Yeah, the fish. Sugar gliders and birds just fly away. They just fly. And, you know, you, you throw a, a bird down the stairs, you'll just swoop it. Uh, you throw a little sugar glider, you'll just glide away. Anything with, like, wings or anything like that, it's just... just or, like, you, you know, you... you Anything that like birds, it just flies. So what you do is you tie an eight ball to its foot and throw that motherfucker as hard as you can in a little eight ball, so it can throw him down and watch him fucking fall down, down some steps, man. I think anything, like it's it's hilarious to picture throwing things down steps, like animals, right? Now, I wouldn't mind myself getting thrown down some steps. I think a Bill's character would be a it would be a pivotal pivotal role in my life. I think after like after falling like once you're falling it puts your life into perspective. Falling down some steps, you know what I mean? Because you go like, geez, like it's at, like for adrenaline junkies, it's like the equivalent of for, you know falling through the air. And then falling through down some steps, it's it's the it's the collision with the ground. But you know, not not at that level. It's like you're in. It's this weird, and you know, you're gonna think I'm crazy. This, this is a crazy thought. Falling down some steps is the equivalent of like skydiving, and just literally being on the land. There's that in between where you're. In the air, you're now hitting the ground. You hit, you miss some stairs. You're now sliding down the stairs. You're flipping back and forth. It's a great feeling falling down the steps. This, <laughs> and to be, th and, and uh, to be physically thrown down some. I would love to be thrown down some steps the way Leonardo DiCaprio in The Wolf of Wall Street threw the midget. You know what I mean? Like a couple of guys just heave and homie over the fucking steps and you know what fuck it i wouldn't mind having the several animals that i've listed you know what i mean throw me down the steps with some cats you know what i mean and get like a you know a bunch of cat scratches throw me down the steps with a couple of dogs you know what i mean a lion dude a tiger a bear dude a bear if you threw down a bear you'd have to sedate him to a certain point you're throwing a bear down. The bear, personally, is not going to let... He's not going to be easy. But you and your four friends, you know, four friends that just, just got finished through beating the beating to death a guy and, and caught labeled his uh, excited delirium, you, you you get those guys, right? You get those police officers. You, you capture a bear. Maybe a, a fucking... Maybe a baby bear. One of those, like four-month-old bears you capture one of those all right a teenage bear you know what I mean? one of the one of those bears that <clears throat> hasn't fully developed yet you know what I mean? you sedate him and then i'd say you'd have to like somehow time it so that when he's just as soon because you want you don't want to throw an unconscious bear down the stairs you don't want to do that you're gonna want to have to time. You're gonna have to go. Okay, he's starting to wake up, and then as soon as he's starting to wake up, you you, you open his mouth up, pour down a coffee so he does fully wake up. But at that point, you know what I mean. Before he, you already got him in the heave ho position, and you just toss that bear down the steps while he's fully alert, dude, and he's panicking because he just woke up. You know what I mean? You know, and you just wake up. You're a little bit. You're a little, and I'm sure a bear is no different. I'm sure a bear doesn't wake up with a. With oh yeah, he probably wakes up with a bedhead. Okay? <laughs> You're throwing a bear down the step. Now other animals. I thought about lizards getting throwing down li some lizards down steps. Like a snake, would kind of look funny. But then you'd go like it's. it's like a snake, kind of like it's almost like the snake is the animal of water. Like it looks like a water. Like snakes always consume. Like if you put a snake in a jar, you'll fill up this the jar of uh, whatever whatever you put a snake in. He's like damn near liquid. So if you throw him down some steps, I can imagine the snake's like this is exactly what I like. I'm forming to each individual stair. It's not really that cool. 
not really that cool. You got to throw like mammals. <clears throat> I think mammals is what what operates in the falling down, you know, funny to see fall down stairs category, right? Like if you got say like a, a goat, you know what I mean, and he's falling down the steps, and you're watching his horns get tw- even more twisted than they are. You know what I mean? A moose. You need some big stairs, granted, but watch him fucking twist and turn in his stupid antlers. Hilarious. You know what I mean? Hilarious. Fucking, I said, an orangutan. Those orange apes, dude, they're really smart. And they, oh, dude, you ever notice how orangutans always have this, like, calm, cool, collected look? Well, I bet that's going to change what you're throwing down some steps, dude. Throwing down steps. You got to throw things down steps. Throw animals down steps, guys. That's been the weekend show with me and Jay. I don't know. We're going to throw... Do I got anything else? I just want to want to thank everybody for listening. To, and if and if you didn't like this, this week's... I'm going to throw you down some steps. I'm going to throw down steps, dude. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take your loved ones... And, and hold them hostage above some steps. <laughs> just Go ahead and throw down. If you have enemies, what better way to say "go fuck yourself" than to throw throw your your enemies down some steps? It's such a cool, it's such a cool thing, man. Like just imagine. You're up. You you finish the stairway to heaven, right? You finished it. You got. You got to the fucking top of the, you got to the top of the thing, and God goes, "Listen, man. we've seen what uh, all the, we've seen all the shit you were throwing down steps," and he's like, and you're like, "Yeah, why don't you, God? You're all forgiving, forgive me, God. You know, for I've sinned." They're like, "You yeah, haven't been to church in a while. You haven't been to," ch- <laughs> and so for some reason, God has a southern accent. And he's like, you haven't been to church in a while, kid. You haven't been to church in a while. A punishment. And he just goes, this is Sparta. And he just, he just, Spartan, you know, God Spartan kicks you down the floor. This stairway to heaven, dude, all the way to hell. He just, he's, he's, he, he'll hit you so hard you get on to, down the stairway to heaven all the way down to the highway of hell, dude. You, and you, and you, you maintain a distance to make it to hell. That's what happens. For a life of throwing things downstairs. I don't know. There's, there's a lot of... Uh, I got nothing else. So I should have just ended it there. Good old-fashioned... Uh, Canadian, I mean, Canadian news, right? I wish I could, wish I could take some of our fucking, take, take some of our, take this episode and throw it down some stairs. Dude. 